Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the past seven days, I have selected a game for us to play for one week. One whole week, whoa. And see how far we got for that entire week. And that game is Crux, colon, a climbing game. Uh, what, uh, what kind of game is it? Crux, colon. Climbing game. <laughs> a climbing game. Nice. I do like that they tell you straight ahead, right up front, what kind of game it is. Very straightforward. Crux. Yeah. Oh, what kind of game is it? A climbing oh, game. It's a climbing game. Uh, Crux colon a climbing game is a mobile game about indoor climbing. Mm-hmm. Now, Edwin, are you familiar with indoor climbing? I have done some climbing in my youth. Really? Which is increasingly more than more time ago. <laughs> uh, but no, when I was sort of like late teens... Um, yeah, I was, well, I think I was like into it via osmosis of my brother. Cause my brother was really the keen climber. Mm. And um, just by way of his enthusiasm meant that actually we kind of structured some family holidays around climbing. Because oh, wow. just south of Paris, there is a famous uh, bouldering area called Fontainebleau, oh. which is a forest, but it has sandstone boulders. So you have this like crazy geological phenomenon of this beautiful forest, but with boulders strewn all through it. So it's like a, a hike, rare combination. Yes. A hike and a climb. Well, essentially, yes. Yeah. So that was great because my brother and I could go climbing. My dad loves cycling, so he could go cycling in the countryside. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom could go for walks in the, in the forest. And then we could all eat deli- delicious French food. Wow, sounds like a delightful place. <laughs> but quite a lot of my childhood was entirely based around climbing. Uh, so I have had some experience. But as I say, I wasn't really like the leader of the climb i was mm. more the belayer of the climb <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> which is to say i wasn't like the enthusiastic cheerleader but i did enjoy going and if we were doing it i would certainly have a go wow that's really interesting i don't think see this is this is why <laughs> this show is so great because we find out through games we're learning about mm. each other how about you sam have you what's your relationship with climbing uh i've done it twice mm-hmm. uh, i've done it twice i've enjoyed it twice Get your nuts trapped in a harness. Yeah, that was like <laughs> the most disturbing because it, it not only squeezes them to a point where, like, uh, you know, it becomes like a <laughs> a smooshed area. Uh-huh. It's sometimes when you after you're done with your climb, you're told just to let go and oh yeah, enjoy being repel. lowered down <laughs> exactly. And in that instance, you're just like kind of dangling, mm-hmm. being held by your nuts. Right, things, certain things aren't dangling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think what I found most impressive is that no matter where you are, unless you are, I guess, like um, supremely overweight, uh, you can have fun climbing. Right, like your body is sort of built to to support itself. So, yeah. uh, with like most indoor climbing places, you can just you know get a get a really good grasp of it. Mm, uh-huh. That was that was mm. not a pun. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> And my preferred climbing uh, variant is bouldering, which is what they're doing in Crocs Colon, a climbing game. Mm. Back to Crocs Colon, a climbing game. Do you see how I did that? What a seamless <laughs> transition. Such a professional. Well, you know, we've been doing this 160-odd times. Um, yeah, so bouldering is you're climbing, but without a rope, and it's, you know, maybe up to 10, 12 feet at the highest I know I quite like that because you can just focus on the climbing itself rather than also having to fight your fear of heights. Right. Uh, which, I, yeah, I do have a little bit. I don't really enjoy being too high up. Yeah. 
It's, uh, you know, the first time I actually did the rock climbing, as soon as I got up there, they're like, oh, you can just trust it and let go. And your mind's <laughs> like, I know I'm totally harnessed up and I'm not going to fall, but something about your natural preservation mm. instincts are like, how yeah. come I can't let go? <laughs> right? Yeah, I get like the cold sweats. You kind of like can't quite feel my hands anymore. Right. I don't know. It's not fun. Back to Crux, Cole and the Climbing Game. This is a 2020 game that released a couple of weeks ago in both mobile Android and mobile iOS. Both App mobiles. Stores. Both mobiles. Mobile Windows Phone? No mobile Windows Phone, unfortunately. Windows, mobile BlackBerry? Sorry. Yep. This is created by a lone developer, a German b- developer in Stockholm with the name Benjamin Dressler. And I'd say it's a simulator slash puzzle game about indoor rock climbing. That's a good way of putting it. How would you explain the mechanics of this game, Edwin? You're presented with a level. Uh, you can do a little preliminary scan and uh, pan. A little scan and pan. Mm, the good old uh, scan and pan. <laughs> just to see, your, see your, the, the, the route laid out before you. Um, but really, it's pretty simple in terms of concept. The left-hand side of the screen, uh, if you swipe, will move your legs left or right, or rather, I guess it's foot, left or right. Left, right, uh, up or down. Oh, yes, sorry, it does have an up and down too. Uh, and then the right side of the screen will do your hands similarly. Mm-hmm. So uh, really, it's now a question of you have the holds in front of you. Uh, you need to work out, okay, hands first, feet first, doopy doopy doop. Uh, the first few levels are pretty straightforward. They use what I what you'll end up learning is called safe holds, mm-hmm. which means you can hang on there for as long as you want. Uh, if you Happen stop or come off. back, you will go back to that very point. Uh, however, where the puzzle element becomes more apparent is as you progress later down the levels, uh, suddenly not all holds are safe. Oh, no, no. <laughs> suddenly not, you, all, not all holds are equal. Safe holds, not guaranteed. You get presented with maps that have varying sizes in holds, which you find out that have varying timings on how long you can hold them on to, hold on to them. So the way that this is indicated is if you move on to a very small hold, uh, there is going to be like a little circle timer that appears above your head, above your climber's wee head that circles in varying times. So on a larger hold, this will go pretty slowly, maybe in a span of like two to three seconds. And then on mm-hmm. the smaller ones, it will probably be like a second. So you have to make your decisions on, okay, what move am I going to do right after I get onto this hold quickly so that I don't lose grip and fall off? I like to call it a stress timer. Because <laughs> I found it very stressful as soon as it popped in. <laughs> it's the sweaty timer. It makes you oh, very sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it kind of gives the, the notion that, okay, um, I think one of the biggest struggles in actual, I don't know, but may, correct me if I'm wrong, professional climber. Edwin. You've done this twice. So, you know, you, you know how it is. Yeah. When you, when you get into like the more trickier rock climbing uh, walls, mm-hmm. you're going to be presented with certain holes that are larger than one another. And when you have those small ones, uh, what are they called? Do you, would you happen to know the, the small, small holes? Uh, I would call a small hole a crimp. A crimp. Yes. And the big ones are... A jug. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, that was my childhood, grabbing jugs. Grabbing jugs and fingering crimps. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but like, yeah, I think the challenging parts is that not 
you can't just rest your hand on there and stay as long as you want. You have to make quick decisions on like either to lunge over to the next hold. Um, and I think this kind of simulates that, right? This simulates the, the aspect of you yeah. planning out your next moves as you go along, right? And I think this game accurately portrays that aspect of indoor climbing or rock climbing in general. Yeah, I think you need, yeah, you need to, because with this sort of timing-based mechanism, you need to sort of plan, as you're kind of saying, like the strategy of, do I want to go feet first? Do I want to go hands first? If I put my hand here, I know I have, you know, X seconds. Right. Uh, can I get my feet across to this other spot in time and then get off that hold before the stress timer completes? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the that's essentially the the strategy slash puzzle element right and there's like certain rules around how how far your body can stretch right like the, so there can be right. like a gap of one hold in between your legs and your body before your legs has to move to catch up to your body or before you're allowed to then stretch out to the next hold which is why um, stretch Armstrong is so great at bouldering. <laughs> the the hidden the hidden <laughs> champion of bouldering. <laughs> One move, whoop, always at the top. Great, <laughs> done. And speaking of the top, the the maps are laid out so that you start usually at the bottom left-hand corner and you end up on the top right corner. And that's essentially the goal of the the each level. You have to find out what is going to be the best way or the, the only way for you to reach that the, the top. Reach the top, over the top. Reach, reach for the stars, climb every mountain high. Isn't Reach for the Stars an S-Club song? <laughs> you know it, Sam. <laughs> I, I'm quite impressed you know that. Or I'm, I'm quite proud. <laughs> Shall we get to the three by threes? Three jigger... No, three... Three crimps. jugs. Three jugs. Three and three crimps. <laughs> okay, my first good point is I really like that they have taken... I know this is a pretty original idea. I don't think I've seen a climbing puzzle game before perhaps i just have not been exposed to many but i know i like the idea that they've taken this uh sport and turned it into a game i mean it's not a groundbreaking idea but i like that they've certainly captured the essence of oh you have to have some number of moves or you have a certain number of time or strength um before you can you know try and work out how to do this route right i think um yeah, I really like that there is a climbing game. I don't think that's... I mean, I haven't really seen a game that focuses on indoor climbing. Um, but not only that, like I think I really like the abstraction of the elements of climbing that's been made into a game. It almost feels to me like the same thing you do when you try to board gamify an actual hobby, right? Like, there could be a board game about fishing, and <laughs> it sort of abstracts... All the mechanics of fishing in like board games terms, right? Like the length of the rod, uh, yep. the thickness of the string, and it's sort of, a, you know, you have like attributes around that that you play with. And I feel like this was a really good representation of that, whether it's like your torso, your torso moving first or like your legs moving first. And right. uh, the timing of how long you can rest on a hold, uh, all of these sort of comes together in a nice game that feels tactical and puzzly. Uh, but also, like, really good for uh, a mobile game. Sam, what is your next good point? My second jug. Yes. Uh, it is... I like the interface. I thought it was minimal, uh, sharp, and kind of really representative. Barring, like, a few little interface fixes, um, I felt like, you know, it lended itself to 
being able to like enjoy the aspects of the game very clearly. Like everything didn't need a lot of explanation. Um, you kind of got the sense of like you were easily identifying like what was what, what was the goal, how your character moves, all that stuff. There was very little tutorial needed for you to start enjoying the game. Yeah. Uh, my last good point, I think it is a, uh, the animation and everything, the design layout uh, is very nice and very delightful. The way the climber moves reads as true mm-hmm. in my experience. Uh, <laughs> there is a certain grace to scaling them walls and uh, that's captured accurately here. Did you have long red hair as well as you were climbing? <laughs> well, you know, a little bit, but uh, not... <laughs> not 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 the whole time <laughs> varying weeks from weeks um my last jug my last good point is that there's actually quite a bit of replayability like this is a free game but there seems to be a lot of different quote-unquote gyms that you can unlock that has mm. different levels in it um yeah. i like that the levels are named in ways that you can kind of get a hint of like what you're supposed to do you know because these are kind of puzzle games the names are kind of indicate the the mechanic that you need to do in order to pull them off um, and there's lots of replayability, right? There is a whole level editor that mm. we've actually tried out and we've made each other levels. We're able to share them. We played each other's levels and made fun of each other for them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a surprisingly deep game. Uh, on to the crimps. The three crimps. For a game that requires timing and speed and accuracy... Uh, I did not get on with the touch controls. I found myself quite frustrated when trying to do like a quick move uh, that I just couldn't get my little animated carrot climber to perform the moves I wanted to using the touch, the touch screen or mm. the touch uh, swipes. Um, probably potentially limitation of how I play the game or maybe my big fat thumbs, but uh and maybe I never go into that flow state of, mm. okay, I'm moving, I can I do a quick move here, slow move here. It was always very sort of stressful and frustrating to try and get my character to move when and how I wanted them to. Yeah, just like a little bit of minor inter- inter- interface issues. Um, for example, I, I, I encountered something similar to yours, right? It wasn't really about the... Um, what's the word, the responsiveness of the actions that was really a problem for me. It was more about the feedback that I got of what I was able to do and what I, was, what I wasn't able to do. For example, mm, yep. there is little indications like if you're outstretched and you can't move in that direction any further, that there, the, the character does animate in a way that shows that, hey, you can't move here. I wish that was a little bit more emphasized, meaning like, yeah, whether with a sound or like even like a little haptic um, of things that you aren't allowed to do or can't do. Right. Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah, maybe like, that was the, maybe that was what I was experiencing and that's mm. like, oh, I would try and do a foot move, but oh wait, no, I'm, I don't, I'm not positioned right to make another right move out to the left. Maybe that but indication wasn't like a visual you, feedback. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe it wasn't that, like, oh, I just, yeah, I suppose the feedback would be, oh yes, we know you're trying to do that, but that's not physically possible right. rather than, Oh, uh-huh. no, sorry, waiting for the previous animation to complete and we're just going to ignore your swipes. <laughs> yeah, um, there's something about animation timing that's also really interesting. Uh, you know, I know, like, this game involves, like, a lot of animations for each every gesture and you kind of have to wait until it, it kind of finish. But the interesting thing about, like, character animation when it comes to these type of, like, tactile games is 
the beginning part of the animation also needs to match up accordingly. Um, mm. So if you think about like a Mario game back in the day, when you press jump, because the resolution was really small and you know unrefined, it's okay for characters to immediately be in that jump position, and it feel good good from a gameplay perspective. But now that with games res- like the fidelity is like a lot higher. It'd be really awkward for a fully fleshed out character to just <laughs> immediately go into like a jump animation if you press jump, right? So it needs <laughs> right. to be a balance of that is true. <laughs> making sure it still feels responsive, but also not making the character feel like it's uh, a crazy robot. <laughs> yes. Um, my next crimp, my next bad point. <laughs> Um, I do agree that some, every time I started the game up, I would get confused on which hand was my torso controls and which hand was my uh, leg control, mm, right? right? Like, I'd have to play it for a little bit and then like, okay, I get it now. Like, the my right hand is my arms and then my left hand is my, <laughs> are my feet. Yeah. Um, and I also, you know, you know how I feel about like portrait versus landscape, right? Any sort of landscape game, I always have to question, could this, did this really have to be in landscape mode? And Mm -hmm. I felt like this game, there was a perfect opportunity to make this a portrait game, right? Because you are climbing up, Mm -hmm. you have that good view mode so that you can tap it and just like view the upcoming holds, right? And if the controls in portrait mode were that the top of the screen were your hand controls and the bottom of the screen were your leg controls, Immediately, not only ambidextrous, because you can switch your left hand and your right hand, but indicators of what, uh, which, part, which part of the screen controls which part of the body. Um, yeah, so, could have been portrait. <laughs> Next, you'll be asking, where's the story? What's my motivation to get to the top? <laughs> because this was so, simu- like, it was such a simulation and like a puzzle game, I felt like the story wasn't really required. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, good. We'll give it a pass. So no negative marks for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think my only other uh, crimp is, again, a little UI, UI little quirk in that I felt like I had to think more than I would have liked when starting the game just to get back to where I was. Um, I would have perhaps liked a you know, continue game, one button, bam, I'm back to the last level I was at. Mm. Whereas here you get presented with sort of like a, a scrolling table list of gyms and routes and it's not immediately obvious where you left off if you weren't paying 100% attention and remember the name of the right. route you're on but yeah as a small a small a small crimp <laughs> even if there were like clear indicators on which one you cleared very clearly because it's everything is sort of in black and white for now um i wish there was like maybe even like a different or inverse color sets of the ones that you've done uh to to really clearly show where you are right and not only that you know, just a minor UI issue of tapping uh, a route, tapping a level, and then maybe like tapping again to confirm to go into it would have been great as well, just because touch interfaces are usually, you know, it could be a little fiddly, and no, my fingers aren't Mm. that. (laughs) But yeah, I'd say overall, uh, very enjoyable. And your final seven-day rating, Sam, for Crux Cole on the Game of Climbing. My final seven-day rating is a six out of seven days. Uh, I think I got, I got into the groove of things pretty easily. Um, and by, by my sixth day, uh, 
I was kind of seeing the grid as like the matrix, you know, like I kind of was mm-hmm. able to see my path, at least the levels that I'm playing. I'm sure they get a lot more complicated down the line, but I was able to see which paths I was able to go and identify. And I thought that part was like the cool part about uh, this game. Um, how about you, Edwin? Yeah, I am a four. I like the idea. I like the layout and the presentation. I just struggle a little bit to get into the swing of the groove of moving the, my character in a way that I wanted. Um, so I was a little, yeah, I got a frustrated with the, with the touch controls. But still worth checking out, absolutely. Should have been portrait. It could have worked. Mm, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so, but I would highly recommend people check out this game. It's free on iOS and Android. Seems like there are absolutely no catches. There aren't, there aren't any ads within the game. Um, yeah. There are tons of levels to check out. You can even make your own levels and share them with friends. Uh, yeah, overall, a pleasure with nice little delightful touches. Well, Sam, that was your choice. Uh, so that means in the time-honored tradition, it falls to me to select the next game. And Sam, you have seven days to play my exercise. This sounds like a workout game. Well, all I'm going to tell you is the tagline is, let's do sit-ups. My exercise. The SEO is tricky to find, but look for a scowling cartoon dog with a yellow background, <laughs> which is exactly I'm, what you'd expect from a sit-ups game. I'm getting my sister or my brother, my yes. pudding vibes <laughs> from this game, Edwin. Well, come back next week to find out if we do actually have to do sit-ups in real life or mm. if it's something else. This actually kind of looks delightful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lead the jury, but I am quite excited by this game. Before we go, Sam, do you have a, a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. Um, I, this might have been a previous thing of the week, maybe by you. Who's keeping track? I watched the first season of The Boys. Uh, the right. Amazon, Amazon original. Amazon original. Everything has been original these days. I know unfortunately um so yeah i finally got around to watching it and found it to be really fun to watch it's really gritty it's a, it was like maybe 50 50 times grittier than i expected it to be mm-hmm. or something about superheroes i know it was supposed to be like a gritty take on superheroes but it was really violent and gory um not one to watch with the kids definitely not and I was tickled to find out that it is the showrunner is the showrunner of one of my guilty pleasure shows, Supernatural. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, big fan. I, I like... Clearly be a fan for that, then. <laughs> <laughs> I, enjoyed, I enjoyed season one, and I'm looking forward to checking out season two, because I think that's, like, currently in progress. I am getting caught up, because I haven't actually seen it either. So I'm... I think I'm two or three, uh, yeah, three or four episodes in right now. Mm-hmm. I just wish they had cast Joshua Jackson instead of his lookalike. Yeah, I keep thinking <laughs> it's it's Joshua Jackson, and <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> he he talks like him. He kind of looks like him. Right. right. He's someone's son. Right. I mean, Is clearly he? he's someone's son. <laughs> but I want to say I don't know who, but I think he's he has acting pedigree in his family. Oh, interesting. Is he Joshua Jackson's son? <laughs> now, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> well, see. now I need to find out. Now I need to find out. Uh, let's see. I don't even know what his name is. Oh, is it Dennis Quaid's son? Or Randy Quaid's son? 
Tennis Quaid, my <laughs> my character in Tennis Superstars. Um, <laughs> Jack. Because his name is Jack Quaid. Son and of actor I can see- Dennis Quaid and actress Meg Ryan. Oh, wow. There you go. That is some pedigree right there. That is a lot of pedigree. Still, should be Joshua Jackson. <laughs> right. Who would have thunk? Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan produces Joshua Jackson. <laughs> uh, my thing of the week, uh, Sam, do you like a grapefruit? Mm, yes. On occasion. Not something that I, I mean, you know my fruit scale, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, grapefruit trial number one. The, <laughs> the toughest of fruit, the most right. difficult of fruit. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is enjoyable, but hard to get into. But Sam, do you also like hot beverages? Uh, I do, yeah, especially now that the weather is turning. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is turning. I'm very happy right now. Uh, do you wish there was a way to combine both of those likes into a single delicious drink? Uh, hot. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Well, let me tell you, my thing of the week is Matcha Mate Grapefruit, the Tazo Tea. Uh, so check it. So you know Tazo, they, I think they're owned by Starbucks. They're mm, kind of every, everywhere. Right. But they have a Matcha Mate Grapefruit Green Tea. Matcha Mate. Very nice. So I'm going to tell you, like a competitive pickup game of life-size Jenga at the park, sometimes you need a little focus to help you make the right moves. Our vibrant matcha blended with energizing mata. Mate. Uh, mate, sorry. <laughs> the Germans. Uh, and a burst of citrusy grapefruit is sure to help you think three moves ahead. Game on. They are, mm. They've got some good copywriters. Uh, but I'm enjoying this. It does have caffeine in, but as my coffee alternative, um, the it has been very enjoyable. Yeah. Ah, I do like citrusy teas. My my go to my go to is the Earl Grey, which is bergamot, which is kind of like a uh, orange. Yeah, but I've been enjoying this tea. Mm. Check it out. I'll check it out. Matcha mate grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. Uh, join us in seven days as we play my exercise. Let's do sit ups. Let's do sit ups. If you have any gaming suggestions, you may tweet us at Seven Days to Play, and find us on Instagram at Seven Days to Play. And find us on Spotify at 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play.